Welcome to Talk Tennis, a podcast created specifically for you, the tennis fanatic. Join us each week as we work to elevate your game both on and off the court. We will deliver fresh episodes to keep you up to date with tennis trends and technologies, as well as exclusive interviews with industry experts, current and former pros, and so much more. Here's your host, Michelle. Welcome to Talk Tennis. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Troy is back. It's been a minute. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. It's good to be back in the booth. <laughs> We're out here. Um, we have so many exciting updates coming, but they haven't happened yet. But... It's been a little bit of a struggle to play test or play test podcast with the play test team lately. So to our audience, stay tuned. Exciting changes and like a little bit of a remodel coming your way. Yeah. I want to say summer's here. Summer's here. Today, the weather's not necessarily no, showing it's it. Cold. I know Michelle, it was cold. Michelle wants the sun and the heat. We're doing tan girl summer. <laughs> I, I actually don't mind the June gloom a little bit. Oh, no, no. Makes me feel like I'm in like in Wimbledon or something. You know, oh, okay, just okay. A gloomy day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we have so much to catch up on because I think last time we talked, it was January. <laughs> well, I mean, last time we talked was like yesterday. Or <laughs> yesterday. Okay. People listening don't that realize that like Troy and I work like not even 10 feet from each other. So um, we talk often. However, last time we podcasted, I think was January. Was it January? Before it's been BNP. a little while. It's been a little yeah. while. Oh, man. Okay. It was like Breakpoint was just coming out. And then the second half just came out. No spoilers. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that was a bit ago. It was a bit ago. So a lot's happened since then. And we're going to talk about pro stuff. Pro allegedly. <laughs> What's happening <laughs> and some true things that are happening, like gear and stuff, allegedly, because endorsing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We're what's all going down on the tour? So what's going on on the tour right now? What's we're going uh, on the tour. Uh, I'm stoked that it's that we got the grass court tennis on TV. Yes. At this moment. I love the clay court season, but like watching tennis on TV, I've always talked about like clay court tennis isn't necessarily the funnest to watch for me on TV. Just one, because I guess like just the vividness of the of the picture. Like on clay, you, you can't really track the ball as well. The court's got some discoloration and, the, you know, the background. Mm -hmm. The ball doesn't really pop. And then as soon as the grass court comes, and especially when the courts are like fresh and not worn down, that yeah. bright green, you see the ball clearly. It's just different. Yeah. And then for me Fast. too, it's shorter points, yeah. not as much of a grind. So I don't know. I just I love watching the, this time of year with the with the grass courts. I wish, um, and I know this is a kind of a debate on the tour, um, but I wish this longer. grass court season was longer. Totally. I feel like bring it back, make it. Longer. We have so many hard court tournaments, and the clay court season goes on for a decent amount of time that we could probably cut a week or two, maybe somewhere in there, and add right. But I guess maybe part of that um, more grass court tournaments is the resources and the availability. I don't know. You know, there's not a ton of grass court clubs yeah. and a host site for more, I guess. But in a dream world. In a dream world. We're right. pe petitioning to have a grass court tournament out in the desert where there's some grass courts. Yeah. <laughs> more grass court tournaments and bring Roger back. Bring Roger back. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Roger. Yesterday, so I said this out loud, and someone was like, no, it's in August. I was like, is it not Roger Federer Day? Because Holly started, Holly, Holly. Yeah. Holly. That's like the Roger Federer tournament. Yeah, he played it or won it like 10 times yeah. or something. But I, I, that's what I thought at the Holly tournament, they were going to have like a day dedicated to him at the tournament. It was yesterday. And they did yeah. a little ceremony for him yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
We have someone in our office who keeps threatening to get an RF tattoo. I'm going to put him on blast. (laughs) He has not gotten the tattoo. And he told me it was not RF day. And I think that now he needs to go get that tattoo (laughs) for not being the biggest fan. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What if, not saying I would do it, but how would you feel if somebody did an RF tattoo and then also, no oh, man, <laughs> did a Rafa Bull tattoo, like one on each arm or one I on mean, each calf. Respect the the goats. I is guess. that like that be not not good in your good in your book? I with feel two like of? you cannot. Ugh, I don't know. Can you be a Roger and a Rafa fan equally? I don't you know. have to. I, I think, feel like I'm pretty close. Really? I yeah, know one one tattoo on each arm, and they get like <laughs> fed all on the back. One's like the devil, and one's angel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm all, I'm fed. I'm team fed, right. period. I guess if you threw all three and you put like a Novak logo on oh it, then you'd be like. Just... We kind of started having that discussion. Oh, it, you missed it the other day about Rafa fed and then Djokovic. And it was kind of like some people were kind of just going to bat for Djokovic. Like he just doesn't have the Rafa fed fans. But like, I know his fans are like extreme Djokovic fans too, but they've got such their of their own rivalry. And like Djokovic obviously has been breaking records and doing amazing things, but like almost is kind of like left behind in the rivalry now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, bye. Like he's kind of like, bye, old men. And <laughs> I should, I'm a Fed fan. Okay, so don't come at me. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's tough. But I mean, the one, the one thing Novak definitely has going for him in the argument is just the titles and the accolades, you know? It's and like, like, it's like resilience and like stamina. And and that's what I brought to the table is like he's hard to relate to as a tennis player because he's doing all these amazing things and he's like such a physical specimen of an athlete. And like also his rehab and his eating and like everything's so extreme yeah. that it's hard to be like, yeah, I can relate to him. Like I don't <laughs> yeah. sleep in a chamber yeah. <laughs> or like what was the thing he was wearing at the French open? Like some sort of monitor. Yeah. Or, yeah. So, I mean, that's awesome. I got my Garmin and that's, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, um it's almost yeah i see where you're going with that almost like the science and like that part of his regimen is almost like too much sometimes unattainable yeah Yeah. like even if you started fresh from right now like that is something that i can do not feel like i could ever be on the same level or even the same playing field like it's just a whole but he is in a class of his own yeah yeah it's crazy yeah and then like i guess as a roger you're definitely a roger fan i'm a roger fan um, but like his level of like natural talent and God gifted, um, you know, just talent <laughs> that he has in his, in his hand, like that's almost sort of unattainable, but that's what like a lot of us fed fans or, you know, fed fanboys out there. We got one in the office I know. <laughs> uh, that just want to emulate his strokes, that's what I was you know, say, but then you see people and you're like, oh, that guy obviously likes Federer, his stroke, you know, it's very much based on what he plays like. And then you're like, I want to wear his shoes. I want to wear his clothes. And now post ATP career, he's doing all these cool things. Like now he has his sunglasses. I mean, obviously all this stuff with on and it's just like, so kind of fun to see that he's still thriving. And I've said this before, like he isn't going anywhere. He's still pretty relevant. Thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Is it a rumor or has it been said that he might be doing some uh, like 
on or TV commentating during <laughs> some on. Some, <laughs> he's wearing some like on court, while he's on uh, TV. Yeah, like TV commentating okay. in the booth. I thought so. Yeah, I wasn't I'm, sure if that was like out in the public or the internet, or if know. that was like Roger Federer speaks out on shocking commentary role. No plans to commentate this year. Federer oh. responded, "Come on, Roger, watch him just like pop in though, like literally just pop in." Yeah. Also, <laughs> I am going to give a shout out because <laughs> the all of the French Open, I every day gushed about how much I love French Open radio. And I am so excited for Wimbledon radio because I think it's a lot of the same commentators and they are awesome. Just I don't know why I had to say that, but I had to say that. That's all. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's cool to <laughs> listen to them. Yeah. Like I don't know if anyone out there like listening to our podcast also listens to the radio versions of the Grand Slams, but especially there is actually a bit of a debate going on in American tennis right now. And it has to do with the availability of watching matches on TV. I don't know if you've Ooh, heard any of this. No, but make it easier. <laughs> make it easier. And that's kind of been the topic. It's been really hard for people like you might have one service provider and they might not have the tennis channel or you might have tennis channel plus, but you can't access a certain match. And like, it's kind of come up. I've seen a lot of other people and creators talking about this and I'm just going to give a shout out to like the free services, like the radio stations that literally commentate yeah. point by point, play by play. And it's so entertaining. So that's yeah. what I listen to all French open. Yeah. As a tennis fan, I wish it was easier access on TV, you know, it's like, yeah, I've like had direct TV for a long time and like, it, but it's really expensive to get that package it's, that has yeah. the tennis channel. Yeah. It's not on like the regular package have not having that anymore. And then, you know, you got to get like tennis channel plus for the yearly subscription, which is good. Mm -hmm. But like, I just wish it would. Yeah. Cause like, even like, uh, I mean, like pickleball has been on TV and it, like, it'll be on tennis channel, but then it'll also be on like CBS sports and yeah. stuff like that. So Make it's like, it stop. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, uh, yeah, I wish it was on other channels sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I find it on direct on like Bally sports, but that's another one that's like, an added package. That's know? for sure an added package. Um, yeah. So there's a, been a bit of debate. So we're here to say, make it easier. Give <laughs> us more tennis on TV. Or like free streams. Come on. Like we all know that this sport could use more people watching it. Like make yeah. it easier. Yeah. But that's all. What else? Um, I kind of want to talk about any gear changes. Um, there hasn't been like a ton. But let's just start with... One of the biggest ones that comes to my mind, just yes. racket, because there's not oh, a, racket, a ton yes, this time yes, of year. Yes. A lot of times during this time of the year, they've already settled at the beginning and kind of yes. are just fine, probably fine tweaking their string tension Hopefully. or whatever, but usually sticking with the frame. Um, but uh, Bublik on the ATP tour, Sasha Bublik, went from his Yonex, uh, which I, was, I believe is Ezo 98, to a Technofiber frame now. That's a big move. Kind of cool. He's doing pretty good on the grass yeah. courts. He just got a big win against, I think, Struff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a big win. Um, but he needs a break, too, before Wimbledon. Yeah. I'm big, on, I'm big on the, like, you do really well right before a major. You need to have a little time before the major starts. Yeah. He just did really well at uh, Stuttgart. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's in Technofiber. Looks like a T-fight frame. I'm not sure the string pattern, so I don't know if it's, like, the 305 or okay. the 315. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, he's been playing pretty well. For Hit sure. and go with Technofiber. I've been playing a lot with Technofiber frames. I like their frames a lot, both TF40 and T-Fight. 
Yes. I can like go back and forth. Those are a couple of my favorites. So they're good. And Iga also re-signed with Technofiber. Oh, so okay. we know she's gonna be, I think was it a six year or five year deal? She'll be continuing with them. So that's Ooh. nice to know. Got some I'm, big bucks on that? Or? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see the numbers, but you know. I mean, number one player in the world, three out of four uh, French Opens, right? That she's, I mean, like, hasn't she won the last three of the last four years? I think so. I don't know yeah. if I said that correctly. I think so. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, she just won her third. Yeah. Yeah. And her first one she won, she was playing Prince. Yes. And then the last two with Technofiber. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, we can talk about this maybe. Like here's a little insight that maybe our listeners don't know because we asked our friends at Asics. She's still rocking with the Asics shoes, but she's head She's to still been playing Joe Rez. She's yeah, technically supposed to be head to toe <laughs> well, on. Yeah. They have Asics um, no longer is working with her, or at least she's not under contract. And mm. she is under full on contract, but she's still using on shoes. So that's always interesting. And I'm very curious. I haven't had an opportunity to speak with anyone that works at On, but if they're going to be making her her own shoe or what that's going to look like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, will they have a signature or like a female specific yeah. line or is it just going to be? Because isn't Layla wearing On? Yeah. The I'm Roger pretty sure she Pro. wears a, a Roger Pro model. Yeah. Looks like it. And, and Ben Shelton. Ben Shelton. Although he's definitely worn the Roger Pro sometimes. And then lately he's, I seen one of his shoes that looked all white. So I don't know if it was like a prototype yeah. or just a different colorway. It was hard to tell without seeing it like right up close. Right. But um Which yeah. is cool because I think prototypes and stuff like test like I think that's cool. I know you're into the shoes too, but it, we also know how hard it can be to test a shoe in the middle of the season. Yeah. Especially when like you move like Ega, like she's sliding all over the place and I think that's why I mean a lot of pros hold on to stuff that's yeah. You know, the cosmetic and the paint job sort of thing. Yeah. Like they did, some of them don't want to switch. Um, and I could see, especially during the season, but someone like that, that relies so much on her movement. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have a hard time giving up certain, yeah. you, you've been using the same racket forever. <laughs> um, sure. But like, yeah, until they have something that's styled and perfect, I think it's going to be hard for her to let go. Especially she is very um, intentional, I guess it would be a good word for yeah. her. So, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Funny. Speaking I mean, of, like, funny, um, testing shoes, though. Yes. When we were at Indian Wells yeah. and we had our, our demo court right in the middle of the practice court, which was pretty cool. Um, one of the days, Monfils was practicing right on the court next to us. And I noticed that he was changing his shoes during practice and he was testing out Ooh. our Tango brand yeah. shoes. And he was doing it for a while, but then, like, I was watching him practice. I couldn't, you know, couldn't help but not pay attention. And he's out there sliding, running around, grinding. Yeah. And uh, after one of the slides, he like got up and like you could tell he was like frustrated. So he went on, went over, took off the Artangos, and then put his his Joe Rez back on. But he was testing it at Indian Wells during I his mean, practices. Someone on YouTube told me Artango were the best shoes because I <laughs> said that the Stala Courts were. So whoever that was, please hit me up because it sounds like <laughs> yeah. just saying. I don't have yeah, any experience with their shoes, but I do know some of their stuff that they sell is like kind of lower price point. So I wouldn't think, you know, the shoes would be like the highest grade, but who knows? Yeah. You know? 
Yeah. Um, speaking of Monfils, this came up during the French Open. Spitalina had a great little, not little, great, like she's been playing really well since she's come back. And it's been interesting to see. She is now rocking, I think, Adidas Avacorts on her feet. Yeah, at the French she was, right? At the French, yeah. And then before the French even. And then she's wearing a, a sport brand that's made in the Ukraine. Um, but that kind of came up and I had brought it up to conversation a few times. Does Monfils retire and just become Spitalina's <laughs> traveling partner yeah. and like let Spitalina, you know, she's the younger of the two, like keep her career going. She seems to be having some success. Just yeah. saying. He'll be daddy daycare. <laughs> yeah, and, daddy daycare on and, the WTA. Uh, cheerleader in the box, you know. I mean, I you know think, how he like, does that. Yeah. He gets he gets a good point. Yeah, he'll be doing that. That would be awesome. That would be so cool. I think. Who knows? But, but maybe maybe don't throw in the towel on him yet. You know. Maybe what about a mixed to... doubles partnership? Ooh, that could be tough. That's not always the best idea. That might not end to, well. <laughs> to play competitively with your with your other half. That might. You know, I you could never just know. see. She's kind of got that look sometimes. Yeah, like I could see a point going really well, like a really long grinding point. And he like does you a know, tweener and yeah, like messes and up. just misses, and, and she just like, yeah faster. kicks him off <laughs> and gets rid of him, finds a new partner. No, I'm just kidding. Who knows? They could be great partners, but. I heard, you know, that can get a little, that can get a little messy, you know. We should have uh, Jay and Britt. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's always fun. Uh, uh, who else? Let's see. There were a few. Oh, Grigor Dimitrov with Lacoste. Yeah. And uh, we just put out a practice video of Dimitrov and Tommy Paul. And I got to watch that practice at BMP and it was pretty funny, mainly because they both had just like this really funny banter and like. Tommy Paul's coach is pretty entertaining. And then, like, the breakpoint people were there filming. So it was almost like they were kind of putting on a show a little bit. But um, brought up the fact that Dimitrov has a never-ending supply of his vapors. <laughs> and we were debating if he will switch into Lacoste shoes. So Yeah, so because so far he's still he was still using the Nikes. The yes. Vapor 9 or whatever. Yeah. Um, once again, you know, like you switch to another brand, but I mean, he's even when he was at Nike, he wouldn't even switch to the newer Nike. Exactly, it was like the old stock. So, and like sometimes I don't know my my thought, you know, like sometimes you'll say like, oh, you know, guys like Grigor or like who are some of the other like Benchich, she was using the old. Yep. Like they have a never ending stock. It's like I think Nike just keeps the mold and that keeps the recipe on deck for them, and they just keep stock. They keep producing them for them. I don't. Well, allegedly. <laughs> Right. Allegedly, he asked for what Roger had. Okay, like back when he was. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, with the way it was it like was, plated and shanked and all that. And the mold was expensive. And I think it was like, okay, well, I'd want that and I'm paying for that. Yeah. And so he's got that. Like, if I have to go my whole career being called baby fed, I better get his <laughs> right? privileges. That's what I was thinking. He just leaned in. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, I'm also very <laughs> curious. Do you think Lacoste will make him sleeveless outfits or practice? I don't know. I don't know about that. That doesn't seem like Lacoste style. Right. But they've done some weird things. Uh, I'm not. I mean, some of their shirts are very unique. Their polos. I haven't been a huge fan of that like new neck design they have for like Medvedev, where it's like like a square neck. (laughs) I don't know. It's a little different. It's different. But most most of their stuff over the years has been very clean, classic. 
you know, there's some players that look really, really well in it, you know? Yeah. It just suits them, so. Um, speaking of cosplayers, we heard this week that Anna Contevet is going to be retiring Ooh, after right. Wimbledon. Yeah. Which is a bummer. But it's her back, and she basically admitted to the uh, diagnosis and saying that, like, she's not able to practice the way she would want to. And that's just so crazy, though. She's, like, 27. Yeah. So crazy. Like, the, whatever she has is limiting her from training and yeah. being able to develop and keep playing at that level so mm-hmm. it's it's almost like it sucks and yeah. she i don't know her i haven't really interacted with her ever but she seems like one of those players that's really well liked by like so many different players on tour so yeah. it was cool to see the tour kind of like support her and then everyone's like can't wait to see what you do next and that's kind of like the thing that i am excited to see like what will she do next do you think she'll stay in tennis do you think she'll just kind of be normal and have live her life yeah but we'll see be nice to have her around yeah um i remember watching one of her matches at indian wells on one of the outside stadiums it wasn't like a fully packed crowd but where i was sitting kind of baseline there was like a big group probably like 15 20 of like her friends and then like people i think they were from estonia or Uh where she's from yeah and they were just like going crazy for it it was kind of cool like i was like right next to him like yeah (laughs) she seems really yeah easy to be friends with um which is cool. And she was also talking about shoes was one of those players that even when she went to Lacoste, she was using, um, she was one of the few on tour that would use the Rafa shoe, uh-huh. the Vapor Cage 4. That's crazy. Yeah. She was she using was. that for a while. She did go to Lacoste shoes for a while, but she would like go back and forth wow. to the, to the Vapor Cage. Yeah. She used that shoe. So hmm. that's kind of unique. Yeah. Um, I just caught uh, my, I just saw something. I was going to talk about Tiafo, and he's now in the top 10. Yeah. 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 So Fritz and Tiafo. First time American men. There's been two in the top 10 since I think they said 2011. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. everyone that's been like, where's American tennis here? Yeah. It's here. Yeah. <laughs> We're here. Yeah. And he hasn't been far off from that, but he just slowly, you know, Fritz has been doing pretty well for a good yeah. amount of time now. Yeah. And Tiafo is like right on, right on He's that cusp. Coming. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love him. I hope he does well the rest of the year. He will. Yeah, I think he can do well at Wimbledon if he. I mean, yeah, and U.S. Open. Yeah, I mean, especially yeah, U.S. Open. He he's like done his, well there before. Yeah. Um, his gear hasn't really changed though. He's still rocking he, the uh, Nike with the V Corp Pro. Yeah. And GP yeah. GP Turbos still got the GPS. <laughs> which <laughs> I know, I know everyone wants to get more of. We all love are we them. getting any more GPS? I think yes. And if it's not us, it's Europe. But there is a small launch. I think actually by the time this episode airs, they should be out. They're going to be Naomi specific, right? Yeah. So hopefully they have big enough sizes that I can get me a pair. <laughs> Definitely. I'll need like a size 11-ish, 11 and a half. <laughs> that was the funny thing about, I mean, not funny, but like they obviously Nike was creating, the brands create so far in advance that you know, they had already created stuff for Naomi this year. And uh, since she's not playing, it will still go out. So, yes, GP turbos are on their way. <laughs> Woohoo! So comfortable. So stock plush. up. Stock up now. I've tried I'm, a lot of shoes in the time that the GPs got discontinued. And there's some comfortable ones, but nothing that has that like thick. There's not. Cushy midsole. Yeah. I mean, there's some comfy shoes out there. The Mizunos that we recently tested. Those are comfy. Comfy. They're not as responsive. But they're not like. That like pillowy and, like, soft. Yeah, yeah. And not like as streamlined in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. So 
Um, what I'm gonna else? Have to, I'm gonna have to go and sell, go in our sales and save me a pair. Yeah, do it, do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I should look. <laughs> what else? Um, Rybakina. Yeah, I'm not sure Rybakina, if I say it right. Rybakina. If I was a commentator, do I say Rybakina, Rybakina? Do you know what? And like the, the what I loved about the French radio, French radio, the French open radio, which a lot of them were from the BBC. There's a couple from the US. They say things the way they want to, and they just like kind of owned it. And like, I am okay with that. Um, yeah. It was funny, but anyways, R- Rybakina, Rybakina. Yeah, so she's <laughs> been Yonex Rackets for a while now. Yes, playing very well. But now she's head to toe Yonex. That's player. cool. So I think as far as ranking goes, well, uh, Casper's up there now too. Casper, Casper's like five, top five, and I sometimes he slips he's under gotta, the radar, but he's, he's a top, he's a head to toe. He's gonna make a breakthrough this um, year. Bold prediction. Stan was is still head to toe, not as ranked as high as he used to be, and now her. I'm gonna give my bold prediction that I was I said it out loud earlier, but I didn't say it out loud and now i'm going to say it and it's going to be on record and when it happens you guys don't tell can me all that casper is going to win the wimbledon no that's, that's not, not bold that's okay. not bold okay but still it's not a style it is a wimbledon prediction <laughs> taylor townsend is going to win wimbledon in doubles singles <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> maybe doubles <laughs> both Doubles for sure. I'm, I don't know. I'll, I'll I am a, here for everything she is doing right now. She just posted something on Instagram and I am like, yes, queen. I hold on. I have to pull it up because sometimes she just gets it. I <laughs> I literally sent it to my sister who's like, she loves tennis, but she's not in it the way we are. Taylor Townsend. <laughs> she, she's been posting a lot of workout videos, first of all. She's just oh, like yeah, she's crushing like it. Killing it. Allowing my light to shine with my biggest flex yet. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> let's go. I am here for Taylor Townsend oh, nice. and everything she's selling. <laughs> yeah, so a- her self-confidence and I'm so, I don't know. So I think just even that, the way she's like leaning into it all, I'm here for it. At I'm the French, they were, Second she was runner lost, up. Yeah. In, in mixed or women's? Uh, with, in women's. Okay, women's. In, with Layla. With Layla. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Obviously, she. I, I think she's a, a top choice for doubles, whatever doubles she plays, she, uh, okay. women's or mixed. She's been leaning into the doubles this year, but like, she's also been playing a lot of qualities and singles. Yeah. And her game actually, yeah, is yeah. meant for grass. No, I, I think I'd be, I'd be, be cool. I know she has that serve and volley aspect. She's a lefty, you know. She's got pretty good touch and feel, you know. I know some lefties that got good touch and feel. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just putting but, it out uh, there. <laughs> but yeah, as far as winning, ooh, man. bold prediction. That's what I said. Go to Vegas with that, and you can come up. <laughs> I know. Uh, but that'd be cool. That'd be super awesome. Place your bets now. I gotta ask about how that works. I don't do any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not so bold prediction. Novak wins Wimbledon. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I've seen a lot of (laughs) I've seen a lot of slipping in the last week on the grass. It's always that weird time of year where it's like, first of all, anyone listening, whoever's listening is listening. Anyways, um, (laughs) I hate when I say that. Grass court shoes, not easy to come by, even when you're a pro. Fun fact. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what I find so interesting. Like top players that have full on sponsorships still can't find grass court shoes sometimes. And huh. it's like them having to go into a whole different shoe 
That's so weird for like three weeks or four oh, weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? They'll just pick I mean, up like, whatever we they were, can get their hands on. Yeah, we were just talking about how like players are so specific about especially their footwear and their rackets. And then it's like, well, I need a grass shoe. What do you got? Yeah. Case was great. I'll take it. Bablat, great. I'll take it. Like I, yeah. I know a couple of players that have had to switch into something because like certain brands only make for certain players and don't have allocation. For, anyway, so it's such a long story, but... Um, it's so interesting. That's an interesting side of the grass season yeah. too. Yeah, we recently just didn't we just recently get a, a style of grass he, court shoe here. K Swiss, the Ultra Shot. I don't. Is it here? Yeah, yes. I know. I know the men's. We got like an Ultra Shot three. I think. Yes. Which is and, like rare. Like we right? haven't haven't had grass court shoes here for a long time. Yes. Oh, are the women's here? Tennis Warehouse Europe. We get some for sure. Yes. But I was like, oh, here. Ultra Shot. Yeah, but even Tennis Warehouse Europe, I think they only have K Swiss. Head and Babylon this year. Okay. Which, and that's more than years past. Yeah. So I remember it's a long time ago, a Fila coming in. That makes sense. Us. Yeah. yeah like, that kind of makes sense. But that's such an, I mean, like that always blows my mind too, where it's like you all of a sudden are transitioning, not just surface, but now you have to find the right equipment for that. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you play grass courts here in the US, K Swiss Ultra K-Swiss Shot. K Swiss Ultra Shot. And if they're going to put a grass outsole on a good shoe, I mean, that's a good one to go with. Yeah. Ultra Shots sure. are awesome. For sure, for sure. Uh, what else? Do we have any more? I keep thinking of um, things. Oh, something else I noticed. This is not like um, rumors or anything, but a lot of players have been traveling, obviously, and the airlines are losing their luggage. I have no. I know of three pros, and their luggage has been lost. And like, just are these lost. like like our sponsored players Some. or like? Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh. Like not a good season for travel right now. Not a good season for travel. I'll give a shout out to Angela from USC or played at USC. Uh, Kulikov, I yeah. I was gonna say I'm gonna mess up her last name. Kulikov. She uh got to she's practicing or warming up for Wimbledon in Italy. She's going on day five without her luggage. Oh man. And then uh um, she luckily maybe had her rackets, but just lost she had one racket with oh. her. <laughs> I hope she had her shoes. Or I think they actually were shipping to Europe, so someone brought them to her. But yeah, isn't that crazy? And then there was another player, Kasia Kawa. She uses the Prince Ripsticks. Yeah. Also, luggage lost, one racket. Oh, man. That sucks. <laughs> like, what? Dang. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on. I haven't traveled internationally in years, so I'm... Not an expert in that. Yeah, but. right. And like for carry-on, you can only take so much. Uh-huh. So it's like, do you just take your five rackets and hold them in your chair? <laughs> or so? I don't know. You I know, don't. <laughs> that's part of your and travel with your grass court shoes on. Like I mean, your absolute necessity. Could you imagine if you like finally found a pair of grass court shoes and then they like got lost? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's been crazy. Because it's all part of it, but wild times. Yeah. So I'm assuming, yeah, a lot of players are going to change the way they um, carry on. I guess based on that, it, it's a bummer. So and you know, shipping internationally isn't easy either. Right. <laughs> and even shipping in in Europe throughout Europe isn't easy. Or then shipping Europe to UK, it's not easy. So it's it's interesting. Yeah, that's that's a trip. Something you don't really think about until you're in it yourself mm-hmm. as a traveling pro. Yeah, you know, because like when we're doing the, we have our stores like at BNP, and then we've done like San Jose and so like other tournaments and stuff I've been to, and it's like 
some of these players come in your store and are like, oh, I need 20 sets of yeah. Luxalon or I need overgrips. And you're like, wouldn't you always like think you would have it? But sometimes it's just last minute and you just need what you need and you just get it. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was Angela was asking if we could overnight a reel of string <laughs> to Italy. And it was a Sunday and Monday was a holiday. And I was like, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and also we can't just overnight things to Europe. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, we can't. Yeah, and then yeah, there's yeah, vendor yeah. restrictions and everything else. It's it's a little messy. So that's been interesting to see. Some of the players are just kind of like, um, what happened to my gear? And then it's like. I've heard some of the players will talk about the laundry services at tournaments and they've like, there was a tournament. I can't remember which one, but there was one that was like notorious for mixing up the player's stuff. And like certain players were like posting on Instagram. Like, have you seen a specific piece of their outfit? <laughs> it was like a missing, oh, like man. in search of. Yeah. And like some of these players have really nice gear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I know like, some of the girls on Team T-Dub now are sponsored by Viore. Like, I'd be devastated. Or, like, the Lululemon girls. Like, I'd be so mad if, like, I lost a piece of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. And then the ones that you see, like, the like sometimes they travel, like, you know, players that aren't ranked very high that are grinding out on the challengers or whatever, you know. It's and like so A lot of them just wash their own clothes in their own bathtub or totally. see, you know like yeah and like at that point it's like you almost want to just do that just so you don't lose your stuff yeah, you know? it's so. like, damn um what about shout out to andrew murray for being the oldest person <laughs> oldest andrew murray or andrew? <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's thir thir thirsty before. thursday i think that's the second time that's happened in podcasts uh so there's a wine named andrew murray or a brew a brewer a local winery <laughs> there's, a, there's a local winery um, it's wine tasting time <laughs> It's like two o'clock <laughs> yeah, on Thursday, yeah. so I'm thinking about what, what is in my cup. Andrew Murray uh, Rose? No, um, Andy Murray. Andy Murray. <laughs> Shout out to Andy Murray for winning back to back challengers and becoming the oldest person on tour to win a challenger. Yeah? Yeah. He like broke the age record? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty go, cool. Let's go, old people. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Were those were those grass courts, both of them? Mm hmm. Nice. And then the funny one, I, was, I know I talked about this, but like, I think it was in the UK and his wife and kids came to watch his match, the finals. And then it like, they had this huge rain delay, like thunder and rain. And so then they left and then literally as they were leaving, they got back on the court. So they missed the whole match. They missed him. Oh, damn. <laughs> and it was kind of funny, but um, yeah. And then Katie Shikori. Yeah, I didn't. I, I heard one of Andy's wins. And then after that, they were like, Kay won a challenge. Yeah. I like, so there's like a revival of the older guys, right? I yeah. Mean, I mean, I at one point, like with Andy, you think like, okay, former two-time Wimbledon champion. Could you imagine seeing him in the draw? Right? Yeah. And <laughs> so he's like still out there grinding, playing challengers. You know, it just goes to show like, to me, that just shows – how much he loves the fight and the battle of competing. Like ego aside, you know, because there's some players I'd say over, you know, some top pros that have that ego that would like, no, mm -hmm. if I'm not winning tour level or 500s or 250s, I'm just going to walk away. Mm -hmm. But Andy just wants to scrap. Mm -hmm. Like I was just telling guys in the office, like, you're going to play a 5-0. You want to play baseline games? Yeah. I'll tune you up, you know. I'll give you a couple points and then I'll beat you, you know, <laughs> double bagel. Yeah. Went, like some people just love the fight. Rafa, he just loves the competition, the fight, you know. 
and then you know Kay's situation is totally different. Um, not saying he's not a fighter, but like for him, he hasn't been on tour in like I think they said over two years or something, it's or it's while. been a while. Yeah, maybe not that long, but. To come back to play a challenger and to win it like right away, that's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. Like just to get just, a couple wins under your belts tough yeah, after that long. That's what and I was gonna say. He came back and won a challenger. I mean that, that's that nervous feeling that you get when you're yeah. like serving to close something out and you're like Yeah, I, I thought it was anything. pretty surprising. Like, oh yeah. you won a challenger. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. That's I think that's about it. Sponsorship list, should I like check out what's in here? I mean, it's been pretty much the same. Well, and then of course, like someone always shows up and something else, and the rumors fly. And so you're going with Taylor Townsend <laughs> and Wimbledon yeah. singles on the women's side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who are you gonna go with on the men's side? Who do you want to win? Who Not do saying I want to win. You think's gonna win? Like Roger. I obviously would say, <laughs> right? <laughs> There's no other answer. Uh, I don't know. I have to look. Tiafo. I could go with Tiafo. Why? I mean, why not? Why not him? <laughs> Let's keep it in the U.S. The U.S. of A. Yeah, who'd you pick for French? Who's I picked Casper. Oh, Casper. Yeah. yeah, I don't think Grass is quite. I mean, I think he could have a good run. I just don't think. I need. It's his obviously the way he hits the ball and stuff. I don't think it's like his best chance to win a major. I need like a new. ATP. I mean, the one I'm excited to watch, and hopefully, I hope he has a good run. He's been injured or whatnot a little bit here and there, but I'm hoping Corda. Oh, I like does. him. I mean, he is a beautiful game. I think grass could be good surface for him. He can strike it flat. He hits hard, so I'm hoping he does well um, on the women's side. I don't know. Oh, speaking of not allegedly, but true and i know you don't like this topic but i was looking at the rankings um sissy pass <laughs> and your girl um are together and do you feel like it's messing with his game it's a distraction mm-hmm. i don't know he's we'll just see. so happy with his love life that he doesn't care yeah, what he's getting complacent yeah i keep looking up when he's playing and he's not winning yeah i don't know I don't either. It would be hard to say. Yeah, the dosa. And then she's just coming back. Like, she's injured, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I saw her hitting balls on social media, but I don't think she's, like, ready to play. Is she not playing Wimbledon? I don't know. I don't know. She didn't seem like she was doing a drill where she was, like, very isolated, not moving. Oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And, yeah, Isla would be coming back, I think. She keeps pushing it back. She was supposed to come back for the French, I thought, and then pushed it back, pushed it back. We'll see. Yeah. It's um, interesting on the women's side. I mean, obviously, I would put Rybakina up there as one of the top. She's won it. Yeah. Uh, Sabalenka, you would think. But like, oh, yeah. I, I don't do know. She her. maybe not finding a rhythm right. I maybe know. maybe it'll pick up. But she just lost to Kudamatova. I feel like she also, she obviously, like, plays with more emotion. And there's been some, like, ups and downs with stuff lately at the French. They call it the... Um, Naomi rule so now players are allowed to like not go to a press conference if they feel like it would kind of mess with their mental health and so at the French she opted to not go to one of the press conferences yeah I saw that and she didn't get fined no okay yeah it's like a new thing and is it like so many per tournament I don't know I wonder too yeah and I think some of the the questioning and like stuff and dramas around all that might I mean I could see that a little bit messing with her because like 
I love her. Like, and I think why I love her is because that is relatable to me. She's not the most mentally strong, <laughs> but for someone like that, I'm just using myself as an example. Like it would be hard to not have that in the back of your head. Yeah. Like, oh, people are thinking this or that or whatnot. So yeah, depending on also, we have to mention the fact that um, this year, last year, there were no uh, there was no points at Wimbledon. So everyone coming in basically is like competing. That was last year? Yeah, there were no when points Ray, last Ray, year. Ray won, and the Belarusians and the Russians couldn't play last year. So there you go. Oh, so maybe that gives her a vendetta. Like maybe she's like, maybe. hey, you forgot about me. Maybe. But maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think one person that a lot of us would like to see win it, and hopefully she's fully healthy, is Ans. Yes. That'd be cool. That would be so cool. I think the grass is going to be Oh, yeah. That'd yeah. be cool. That'd be cool. She lost in the final to, was it last year? Yes, to Rabikina, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I yes. know she's made the yes. final before. And it wasn't a very good final, was it? I don't think so. No, because I wanted it be to cool. be better. That would be cool. But who knows? There's, hope, there's a lot of players out there that could do it. And like, like Taylor Townsend. Right? I mean, Stranger Things. Um, there have been some role changes in Wimbledon, you know, for 2023. Like Colors? When, so this is, I don't want to make you uncomfortable, but one can, of Can Kyrgios <laughs> rock his red J's and a red hat? Or? Uh, well, so women are finally allowed to wear color under their skirt like their undergarments yes so it doesn't have to be all white no. like this is literally 2023 and this is the first time that that's been allowed i don't know if there are other rules i'm sure there are but yeah <laughs> um i was laughing when i heard like the discussion of this it's like could you imagine <laughs> saying no like i don't know yeah. because remember like that's wasn't just, there a year that venus like wore a skin colored something and they like she got in trouble or that was at i think maybe at the french or it was, oh, like, was it was somewhere it was right, somewhere but french. like something like that like it was funny and then um even that one year that roger's shoes had like too much red on the outsole yeah and he had to change them anyways just crazy old stuff crazy old that's where it's like the balance of like you know, the ritual and the, you know, like the, exactly their old norms versus like modern stuff can needs to be bridged a little bit. Oh, and this is interesting. It says Wimbledon 2023 will begin on Monday, July 3rd and run until Sunday, July 16th. The reason for this change is to give players more time to adjust from clay to grass to avoid clashes with other major sporting events. Players and fans alike have embraced the change since it came about. Oh, in 2015. Well, that's not new. But it does feel like it's been it's longer between the French and Wimbledon this year. But that might just be me. Yeah, I don't, there was one year where I felt like it was like literally two or three weeks. Yeah, and like, yeah. do we at least get a month now? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I know. And then I just get like super. I get depressed like the last day of the French, and I'm like, ugh. But then Wimbledon's right around the corner. So, um, yes, Wimbledon relaxes dress code to allow women to wear dark undershorts <laughs> makes me laugh yeah thank you something thank that you. should have happened already but um yeah. yeah so that's it wimbledon's coming up we're excited woohoo and then soon enough it'll be like summer hard courts yes and speaking of which yes. i was talking earlier or to you a while ago about how i was looking forward to going to the, the san, san, san jose. jose and they moved it they moved they, it they got, they're getting rid of it what? So they're not getting rid of the tournament. They're they're moving it, and it's going to be a conv combined ATP, WTA, and DC. Oh, 
No, no, way far away from California. That's lame. I think it's DC. It's one of those summer hard courts where they're combining the event. Well, move a dollar. Yeah. See you later. Oh, man. <laughs> See you never. Northern California. They're taking that it away. That was too easy. Yeah, it was Dang. like pretty close for us to drive up there. Templeton 60K. It's on. <laughs> there we go. We'll just have to make that a bigger, <laughs> a bigger party. Tennis nerd asked me what, what tournaments I was traveling to, and I said Templeton 60K. And Santa Maria Open. <laughs> and the Santa Maria Open. Yeah. Watch out. <laughs> All kidding aside, it's a great tournament. Yeah. It's just yeah. not as glamorous. Um, yeah. That's so. it. Well, as always, this is always fun to chat about, and stay tuned for more fun chats like these. We're going to get more playtesters involved coming up very soon, very, very soon. And if you guys have more things that you want to hear about, let us know in the comments. And that's it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Happy hitting. Woohoo! Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you download your episodes. And be sure to visit our websites for all of the tennis deals at tenniswarehouse.com, tenniswarehouseeurope.com, and tennisonly.com.au. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, happy hitting. Happy hitting.